Hello everyone, my guest today is Raj Darji. He's the founder of Arof Solution, a global product engineering and IT consulting service provider in industries like telecommunications, banking and finance, government, power and utilities. Raj started young by taking risks, believed in people and exploring the unexplored. Today he's ready to take new risks in his entrepreneurial journey. Raj, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, Thomas. Thanks for having me here and hello yes. everyone. It's, it's great to have him and really looking forward to this. Um, tell us, tell me and tell the audience a little bit more about how you got to where you are today. So, um, of Solutions, as, uh, as Thomas mentioned, we have started back in 2012 and uh, it was started with just an idea to be able to help uh, into the society, especially into the IT sector. So that's how we started and slowly, slowly as and when we grow up, we were able to uh, expand the team, expand the portfolio, and that's how we were able to do it. Started from one person, now we are more than 100 people, um, more than seven to eight, uh, branch, eight branches across the globe, uh, also in different, different countries and different geographical, we are uh, expanded our uh, footprint uh, so far. Got it. Okay. So give us a little bit more about your background. So how did it all start? How, how was it founding the first company for you, the first startup? Give us more about that. Okay. So I, um, I come from the farmer's background and um, when I was a kid, um, I used to go with my father uh, along with them to the farm and he used to do a lot of uh, stuff for the people. And that's where, you know, those, those seeds for uh, entrepreneurship, uh, came into the picture and I always thought to have you know something for my own where I should be able to uh, I, I, I will be a part of somebody's happiness and that's how I take things forward and I did my um, engineering in uh, uh, in uh, computer science and upon the completion of my engineering I, I did job for almost uh, six seven years and then I came back to US and there I uh, did some job. And then I thought of starting a, a company and uh, uh, I registered a, the firm back in India, then in US and that's how things, things got started. So, so it, it, it always comes from the, from, the, from the fathers who actually was able to you know, put me into that, uh, this, uh, this level. I love that. That sounds like an incredible story. So um, let's dive a little bit into Arab Solutions. So what does the company exactly do and how do you make money? What's your business model? So our, our uh, main business focus is more into the services and the product side. So um, we are more focused on to the telecom sector. Uh, I mean, we, we have a different, different sector, but uh, right now our primary core competency is in a telecom, uh, broadcasting and OTT. And also into uh, uh, into uh, this uh, power, energy, and utilities. So these are the the, the segment where we are more focusing. And uh, the, the service the service industry for us is to put uh, more into this uh, um, uh, the solutions for the for the companies like uh, uh, financial banking, and that's where we have our trunky um, uh, solutions, which can help them to. Uh, transfer the transform their business to the uh, uh, digital transformation. So that was one of the thing. Uh, second part for our solutions is more into the product side. So we have our own uh, product where we have order to cash uh, solution. 
we have a smart grid solutions uh, for the especially with the smart cities we have been doing uh, businesses with uh, with the government sector uh, back in india where we are doing the 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 scheme once that's all right yeah so so those those kind of thing we we do uh, uh, in our solutions and that's the core uh, business model for for us uh, especially uh, into the it sector understood okay um and how do you price your your product or service is it on a on a monthly retainer basis one time fee how does it work you know so from the uh, services perspective it's more on two types where we are working with the customer on a staff augmentation basis also we have our own managed services projects so we actually help customer to um, help them onto their uh, product engineering product engineering problem solving capabilities so basically uh, help them to you know stabilize their operational uh operations with the managed services that that will be more on the pricing perspective it's it's a fixed lead monthly cost one way second is um, uh, turnkey projects where we actually do the implementation on a time and material basis and mm -hmm. also we have our own product which is more into the uh saas model as well as we have some uh, uh, licensing uh, solutions uh so so those kind of thing we we have like i mean we have other things also in place but in in a in a bigger picture these are the things which we do as a as a company from the pricing perspective understood okay so um you growing up as a farmer son then going into yes uh you know studying working for companies eventually starting your own company um Rush, what were your top three resources along the way that have helped you to basically yeah, get where you are you are today? See, uh, the important thing for me was like you know as as I always been when I, when as 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 you said and as I said also that you know farmers uh, DNA was the something which is always motivating me to you know go beyond and take risk and move on right. So for me, people were always be the key to take things forward. So Touchwood, like you know, so far I have. was i mean i was able to get the right people at right place and that was uh, making me uh, progress well in my my entire journey and when you say top 3 resources so you you mean to say as in people or as in the factor or is in uh, so it, so one resource can be people another resource can be books podcasts i don't know whatever so 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 yes of course the first one which was like you know more is the the people and the surrounding part like where they always try, always i when i see them i always get motivated and i i feel that i need to do and second yeah. part is like i always be a uh, i always feel myself as like you know a learner so i always used to read a lot of things right so uh, especially with like you know i am more more inclined toward reading the biography of the people so that always fascinate me to see like you know how we need to do and third thing was like you know i'm a, i come from the technical background so technology is the the main thing for me so i always look after like you know what is what is new into the market and i always try to uh, try to look for those latest uh, you know emerging technology and try to see how i can you know make best out of it to be able to help the society as well as you know grow my business so these are the three things i i feel you know was most important for me 
I love that. That's that's super interesting. Very cool. Are there or are you able to name three people except your family who have been most influential to you during your journey? Uh, yes, I can. I can. So uh, as I said earlier, like you know, I'm more inclined reading the biography of the people. So one of the guy which I am more fascinated because you know, uh, if I name give the name, I'm sure you must also appreciate it. His name is Richard Branson. He was yeah, a world founder. So that guy, when he started, I mean, he had he had some family issues and he has some you know a lot of things right in personal. He wasn't that possible uh, to make it well. But when at the age of 13, he was sent to the boarding school and age of 16, he was able to sell his uh, magazine, the first magazine, student magazine, right? And that, yeah. that's where he started his journey. And I, I read his entire biography and I'm very much fascinated and influenced by him. And I feel that I follow him, like, you know, what is he doing? I mean, personally, professionally, uh, how he motivated people, how he, uh, you know, uh, spared the the his 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 journey within the virgin so that that kind of you know helped me also to think that you know i i should not step back when things goes you know above and beyond for for an individual so i i always try to put it myself on on that i can definitely not be like him but i am trying to be you know uh, see what i can get uh, and learn from him to make my organization successful so that was one of the guy who actually i am more influenced another uh, person was swami vivekananda i am not sure whether you have heard about him or not but he no a spiritual person back in india so he he actually was very much focused guy and more spiritual guy so with him i was able to learn things where you know you can how you can be uh, strong spiritually, spiritually. So that was one of the things which I learned from him. And due to him, some of my daily routines comes from what he used to do, and that will help me to, uh, you know, uh, kind of calm down on the situation. How to, you know, don't get, uh, you know, uh, you know, right? How corporate. Yeah, sure. sure. So you always need to have something which can always calm down and make you motivated uh, on, on that line by doing some meditation and those kind of stuff, right? So yeah. that's where he, he, he was more fascinated for me. And one important thing I learned and I always keep on top of my head is like, you know, he used to say, arise, awake, and stop not until the goal is, goal is reached, right? So that was the, the, the statement which always uh, been in my mind from him that, you know, I need to reach a certain level so I cannot just sleep and, you know, let it go. I need to work hard and hard, sure. hard and smart to be able to get to that level. And that maybe that could be the reason where I was able to, you know, multifold my organization every year on year. So if you look at our growth, so far tattooed our growth is like, you know, double every year. So, yeah. so that, is, that is the thing where I always feel that, you know, uh, such such a great leaders uh, can help us to uh, take ourselves uh, forward. Yeah, and, I love uh, that. Yep, and third guy, I'm I don't know whether you might know or not, but this is a, another Indian um, business tycoon. His name is Dhiruva Imbani. I've so, heard of him. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's one of the guy who actually started from zero 
I mean, he was also come from the farmer's background. Is the his father was a teacher, so like very very low middle class family. And uh, now, if you look at like you know Reliance Industries, is like one of the top industry in India and especially in Asia also, especially with the oil and the refinery. So yeah. that guy, I am more more uh, influenced by him. And his his words, I I always keep in mind. Like you know, he used to say, "Think big." I mean, if you if you look at my background, right? Uh, when 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 I turn on my video, you see that you know, and in background, I have written, "Think big." Think big. He used to yeah. say, think, "Think fast. Think ahead." And uh, he used to say, like you know, idea is not not somebody else's uh, property. You can it's yours. So you need to you need to make it happen. So that that those are the guys actually you know if you there are many other people also but these are the top three guys which I feel is like you know played a vital role in my my journey. Yeah, that's great. That's amazing, Rush. What do you think that your core skill or core trait is or was that has helped you to become successful? Uh, I mean, there are a lot of things, right? But uh, and I'm sure like you know those things are common with the people. But what I genuinely feel is like you know, and and uh, and a person, whoever is being entrepreneur or a leader, they should have a couple of things, right? First thing is, uh, which I always try to follow from my side, is to care of people, right? That's one. Second thing is, I want to make sure that you know the responsibility are delegated to the people in a right way, and right people at the right place we need to put, and we need to trust the people. So, so for any organization to grow from zero to certain level, you do not have like I mean, for me, I do not have anything cutting edge technology which I have built, which is like you know nobody has done in the world. That's not true. I mean, I'm I'm not done yeah. that. But the thing which I have is the people, right? And I kept myself in a way that you know those people are so important for me, and I kept always those guys or whoever with me. ahead of me and that makes me you know more successful when i delegate my things to them so i feel those are the unique thing which i am doing maybe other people are doing but you know everybody want to keep the control to them but where in our organization yeah i never do that and even my people who are into the leadership i always tell them to you know delegate things and have people make the responsibility on that line so that you don't need to do anything but you know things will got uh, put in place by itself by by those people uh, because in, in my organization everybody is a brand ambassador of hara solution no yeah be it, very uh, true be it, uh, um, you know office person or be me myself so everybody is a brand ambassador for me so that's yeah. how i am i am taking things forward and i'm going to and that's that's my you know ongoing uh, process and my ultimate goal also that everybody should feel that you know they owning the ara solutions i love that that's that's amazing um rush where do you think will your industry go first of all in the next 5 years and then long term in the next 30 years see my i i always believe in like you know baby step i do not want to run a you know sprint where like you know i can finish yeah. the sprint in like uh, you know 15 seconds i want to run a, a full marathon starting with a baby step so so having said that i always wanted to uh, when i when i when i make my planning 
I always have like you know short term and long term planning, right? On the short term, yes, we want to, as I said, we want to continue the the growth which we have from the day one to till day, and the same growth. That's what my target every year it should multiply. I, I I don't necessarily sorry to cut you off, but I don't necessarily mean the company, but more the industry you're in. Where where do you see that going in the next five and the next thirty years? Yes. So so we are okay. Uh, sorry, I misunderstood the question. That's all right. No worries. Referring to the company, but okay. So from the industry perspective, what I felt is uh, you know uh, from since the emerging technologies are coming into the picture, especially with the five G and and those kind of stuff, right? So, in, especially in the telecom sector, if I look look at it, because that is where we are more focused in, right? So, so I see the five G is coming along, and uh, due to that, like uh, uh, the the IoT business, the connected car business, the automotive, those kind of things are going to go beyond. So, so especially if I look at uh, uh, the subscription business, right, where we are in. So, right now. Uh, just an example right now you are buying a car right and that car you are you are owning the car but slowly the the lease concept came into the picture but i am seeing that you know down the line next 5 years nobody is going to own the car everybody is going to be a subscription based so basically yeah, to rent it. Like, yeah so those kind of things are going to come which is more convenient to the people that whatever car you want to use you use it so similar line like you know a lot of other things like especially in a cloud when it's a cloud era right we are talking all everybody on the cloud how things go then so that also slowly slowly is going to move towards like you know uh, you are into the public cloud but within the cloud you have your own data center so i'm just just you know thinking on that line so it will it will yeah. go beyond what we are doing but it, it it's going into the same traditional way of you know a uh, traditional way of cycle so so that's what i see like you know industry is going to go that way where the end user are going to get best out of it and they are going to make uh, i mean you know they are they are the uh, most benefited people into the the whole uh, uh, eco cycle yeah understood okay very cool rush so let's wrap up here with the fantastic four question number one. is there a ceo that you're following or studying right now as i said not ceo but i am following very closely with uh, richard branson i loved him so i always try to see what he's doing how he's doing and and that uh, kind of thing and if i need to na name any of the ceo then sundar pichai is the guy who i'm thinking you know i'm always reading his stuff what he's doing and how he's managing things all right next question rush do you have any routines that you strictly follow on a day to day basis Uh, yes, I which ones? So what I do is like on a personal note. What I do yeah. always is uh, um, first of all is I I never want to sleep, uh, never want to wake up before sunrise. Okay, so I mean after like sunrise. Six a.m. No, yes. after sunrise. Six seven a.m. I want to I want to wake up always before that. So I usually wake up at around six o'clock or so, and. Mm -hmm. uh, I have, as I said, like you know, the spiritual leader like Swami Vivekananda. I follow their, uh, you know, some of the things where I do at least uh, 30 to 45 minutes of yoga, more meditation, and those kind of stuff. That makes me more uh, relaxed uh, from internal. And then, you know, I do my like routine and 
office and those kind of stuff but these these are the morning part which is most important for me which i never ever you, you do it every day sports and yoga day, even saturday sunday amazing that's great yep understood okay any any evening routines that you follow on a daily basis see usually whenever i come uh, early from the office i mean now in us we have like you know uh, the daylight saving part right so it just happened so in during that time what we what i do is after that like uh, just now happened last week so we usually come office uh, come from office at like 5:30 or so so me and my wife usually go for a walk in the evening time that that's i mean that's not regular but at least uh, uh, four to five times in a week we do that and that's then good. i i spend some time with uh, my kids i have two yeah. kids so i spend time with them whenever they come back from the playground awesome that's very good that's a good routine um rush what's your favorite social media platform for business and what do you specifically use it for uh social media i usually prefer to go with linkedin but as i said i'm uh, uh, i'm not a great uh, social media person but yeah. i prefer to go with linkedin where i i'm able to make some uh, connections and talk to the people or try to follow the the people whom i i highly influenced and i'm i'm trying to see like you know what's the update on it so linkedin is the pro, uh, me platform where i usually you know go for very cool okay last question rash what do you wish you would have started when you were 20 years old <laughs> okay that's a very tricky question but uh, it is. when when i was yeah when i was 20 honestly speaking i didn't have any mind because at that time i was doing the engineering okay but but one thing was for sure in, in, within me because when i was like i think third fourth fifth or sixth grade when i was studying in a government school back in india okay so at that time i used to go with my father into the farm and at that point i have decided like you know when i will be like kind of a grown up i will do do something which will make my father proud and myself proud and yeah. that will help the people around me that that was for sure but you know at 20 year when we came to the college we didn't have anything i mean as as it's not like now right at that time i'm talking about in two, uh, 1990s uh, 1998 99 2000 that is the period where i was like more in uh, you know college mode and okay let's finish the college and let's try to get some job and those kind of yeah. stuff so yeah but i mean somewhere those things were there in mind that you know we wanted to start our own yeah that's good awesome thank you so much for sharing your insights rush no worries thank you so much uh, thomas